When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Welcome to My Millennial Property. Emily Wallace here with John Pigeon, but we're actually taking a bit of a holiday and you might be on holiday too. So we have handpicked some of the best of MMP. Today's episode is going back to where actually John and Glenn back in the day when they co-hosted together are talking about mortgage broker versus going to a lender directly. We get this question all the time, don't we, John? Yes, we do. All those years ago, we had a yarn about that. So uh, hopefully it's still relevant. Well, not hopefully, it is still relevant, isn't it? So it's a burning question on everyone's lips. The old school of direct lender, have a cup of tea with your bank manager. Are those, are those days gone? I think they are. Potentially. A lot of first-home buyers grapple with this question if they've been with a lender for a long time in their personal banking. So worth a listen if that is you. Yep. So when you're getting a loan, uh, and a lot of you listening might be doing this for the first time, but also with the view of buying your own home to live in. So Emily, you are a buyer's agent on the ground in Melbourne specialising in owner-occupied homes. Indeed, we are taking the emotion out of home buying and advocating for first-home buyers in the journey so they don't get taken for a ride by those sneaky agents. Absolutely. You're the conduit between buying and selling, aren't you? So hit Emily up. Uh in any good socials. Indeed. (laughs) Instagram if you want. Yes, Instagram is where it's at. But in any case, uh, good luck on the journey and enjoy the show. Hello, Australia. Welcome to My Millennial Property. I'm Glenn James and you're also joined by... John Pigeon. And this is an interesting one. We got a question from Marja in the Facebook group. And I love this question because it just lets us go down the rabbit warren. And it says, do I have to go with a lender my mortgage broker chooses if I find a more competitive lender online, can I easily give the broker the flick? And then it had like the monkey with the hands over the eyes. Now, we are talking about mortgage brokers. I guess at the outset, we are pro mortgage brokers and we'll get into why we're pro mortgage brokers. Now, do you have any opening comments about that because I've got a heap of thoughts. Mm. So, what are your thoughts, John? <laughs> you, you always have a heap I know, of thoughts. and it's your podcast, so I'll open <laughs> no, the floor. No. no, it's ours. It's ours. Um, well, short answer is you've got to do what's best for you, right? Um, now, obviously, regardless of who's sponsoring the show and, and us being advocates for mortgage brokers, if, if it is a better rate, a better deal, then absolutely you've got to put it into the mix and, and seriously consider it. The question I would be asking or questions is uh, why is it better? So when we look at the fine print, is it overall a, a better outcome for you as a client? And if it is, I would be uh, yeah thinking seriously about choosing them. Yeah. I think I would like to say first and foremost, any of the 
kind of online lenders, and these are broad brushstrokes that can't apply to everyone's situation because everybody's situation is yeah. different. But as a really broad brushstroke, any rates you see advertised on TV, online, I was like, oh, how are they getting it so such a good rate where the big four banks can't do that? A lot of the times you have to have 20% deposit yes. or equity yeah, because how interest rates work are basically a reflection of risk. Yeah. So the lower the rates would mean the banks obviously taking less risk, which means they would want more skin in the game. So first and foremost, you can't go shopping online just based on rate. Yeah. Because if that lender online says, Oh, it's a you know half a percent cheaper than what my broker's told me, mm. it could be because you can't actually get that product. No, yeah, that exactly right, and that because of your personal situation. Yeah. So, furthermore, to to my original point was you've got to dig down the rabbit hole to make sure that it actually is going to work for you. Um, your servicing is a big one. So, is it does it suit a certain person? Can I not use them because my income is not high enough? For example. So that's the work that the mortgage broker's done behind the scenes that you don't see as a client mm. to to shortlist those three or four lenders. Now, if they're simply saying this is the only lender that'll work for you, well, I'd be asking the question why? Why, yes. why is there only one out there across eighty seven lenders? The the one thing I would say with that also is when we put applications into lenders. That is now on our credit history. So if we put one into this online uh, better option out there potentially, that's a credit hit. Mm. If they knock us back, it's an inquiry. If if they knock us back and then we go back to our broker with our tails between our legs, that's going to affect our situation going forward. Yeah, and I think that's most important like – you just can't go applying everywhere based on some headline rate because yeah. you just might get knocked back and it might not be advantageous for your situation. The devil's in the detail. Yeah, and a, and a couple of things. Just for me, it's a two-edged sword. So the first edge of the sword, I'll talk about the consumer side and the second edge of the sword, I want to talk about the mortgage broker side and the way they operate their business, okay? Now, all the mortgage brokers that we've got in our world that we help people with, they'll often have a chat with you, let you know which way the wind's blowing and all that. Now, I think as a human nature point of view, again, if we're looking at both ends of the stick, if the mortgage broker, if you had a complex case and the mortgage broker put hours and hours and hours of work in and then they said, yeah, we, you know, we're going with this one. Number one, as a consumer, that mortgage broker has just done all that work from you. And if you then go, all right, stuff you on going online. Yeah. You've just got to be aware that they've basically worked for free, yeah. which is sure that's part of their business model. But yeah. on the other side of the coin, the mortgage broker business model, is it a fact that if it is looking complex and do you do a $200, $500 commitment fee? Mm. Um, I don't know. I'm just looking at both ends yeah. of the spectrum. Which which some brokers are now doing, which uh, take it or leave it, I don't know whether it's a good thing or not. But to your point, I think... It's about having the right team of people in your corner. So if a mortgage broker has presented three or four options and you can find a better one than those three or four options, when we've dug deep and and explored the whole situation, our servicing, our deposits, our income, the industry that we're working in, dependents, no dependents, 
all of the indicators that we need to look at and we've still got a better product than the broker, then in my mind, that's the broker's fault. And that goes back to that two-edged sword. The broker actually has to be like, without getting the nose out of joint, like, oh, no, no. I was like, well, you know what? That is in your best interest. Yeah. And I believe coming out of the Royal Commission, uh, like financial advisors by law, have they've got a best interests duty yeah. uh, that they have to, buy, which is wild. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, the brokers will have to do the same. Yeah. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. We also have a panel of trusted mortgage brokers we can connect you with to get you into your first home, an investment property purchase, or to review your current loan if you don't have a broker. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers, and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. 
who cater for all those variables, right? Then, and if they've got loans with other banks, there might be some honeymoon rates out there that look really attractive, mm. but it just doesn't apply to that individual person. I think as well going online direct, like if you if you had a, a bread and butter home mortgage, your house house was worth five hundred grand. You had three hundred grand mortgage, so there was you know well into the yeah twenty uh, percent of meat, and you were employees. You know if yourself and your spouse were employees, mm. sure jump online best home run like whatever because yeah. you might be able to do it yourself but you just got to remember you've got to be happy to do the paperwork yourself and and not knowing what else is out there i mean there are con- comparison websites but yeah a lot of it is uh when you those comparison websites they get a fee anyway they do but and also the bank like they're buying a lead. Yeah, correct. But when you open up the the front cover, you can find a lot of other things that okay, this now doesn't apply to me. I've wasted all this time. So mm. that that's I've I've always took some comfort in using a mortgage broker because they can uncover all those because they're dealing with it every day. They know that this bank will apply to me. This one won't. Yeah, and it's it was funny this week, like literally three days ago, I think it was. My friend called me Callum and. I'm going to get them on the podcast to share their story about their strategy. I won't share it now. But it's like, you're my friend. You get what I do and I've told you for years and blah, blah, blah. And he calls me, oh, we, we want to buy a property. I've got an appointment with the bank tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, stop, one sec. And he's in Melbourne. So we said, call off the dogs. And I said, you need to chat with John. Like, Next minute, John calls me while I'm on the phone to Callum. I'm like, oh, hang on a sec. Patch it in, three-way call, and we did a little powwow. But then Cal wrote back, wheels were in motion. Uh, he was great. Yeah. So, again, sure, If by default, if you go and go to the branch or online, you just want to look at servicing, not an actual application because if it fails or if there's a hiccup, you don't want your credit to be dinged. Yeah. Yeah, and I've um, I've got a few clients that work as lenders within a financial institution, mm. and their knowledge of general investing is very low. Yeah, no disrespect to them, and they know that. Yeah, that's why they've come to me. But so they don't really get to understand someone's situation, how that applies in the in the property lending world. Um, they just know their product inside and out, which is a bit of a concern. Um, yeah. And, and the problem is like if I'm just reading to like the question, do I have to go with a lender my mortgage broker chooses? Okay, so on that, the mortgage broker's aggregator who basically licenses them and, you know, collects the money and basically their back-end thing, I'm butchering it but whatever, they might only have a panel of six lenders that yeah. they're comfortable with that know they've got quality products. Now, there are times where if you said to the broker, oh, can you look into this lender here that's not on your panel? There are exceptions and depending on their aggregator, they might be able to still do it on your behalf. Yes. But to the point, no, you don't have to go with a, like <laughs> to the very point, no, you don't have to go no. with a lender that your broker chooses. No. Now, the next thing, if I find a more competitive online lender, it goes back to the online lenders we know it's fact that they don't have as many flexible products. Yeah, They might not be able to have an offset account with multiple accounts. Mm. 
But again, remember the online stuff are mainly hunting for the 80% loans. Yeah. And I'm not a mortgage broker. No, you're not, but no. you've uh, you've lived life. I've, I've lived and I've learned, John. <laughs> you have. So further to your point about the mortgage broker and what they're doing, um, when the question's raised, do I need to go with the mortgage broker recommendation? In my mind, they shouldn't necessarily be choosing that particular lender. I was actually going to say that. It should be an educational thing. Yeah, so... Okay, Glenn, here's three lenders that are going to work for you with their servicing and their rates and their fees and the offset account and everything else, blah, blah, blah. Now, which one looks the most appealing to you, right? Out of the three, whichever one you go with will probably will work for you because I've shortlisted. Now you choose one. Mm. So that that's probably more... But I'm the type of person to be like, oh, what would you choose? <laughs> Yeah, and then and, and then why, the broker might why. say, well, okay, well, like ANZ, you're already with them. Okay, let's do that. Um, or even deeper again is at the moment, um, shout out to ANZ, their turnaround times are crappy. Yeah. So you're going to wait an extra four, six weeks turnaround because of uh, that particular lender at this time. Mm. So that maybe puts them third in line to the other two. And another important thing with the quote-unquote online lenders they might not be as flexible with your strategy. So we talked mm. about um, different products. It could be that to get that rate that you saw online, it has to be principal and interest. Yeah. yeah. Where you might That's just right. want to do an interest only for 12 months for whatever reason. So Yeah. It's like when you see a, a new car in the, in the paper or somewhere and you say, well, from $300 a week, but, yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, p- weirdly, with the cars, they can't av- they've got to advertise the driveway price. Yeah. But anyway, so again, absolutely what the question of Marja she's asked is she can go to an online lender. She can give the mortgage broker the flick. But I think from a human point, I would be having a discussion with the mortgage broker mm. and just be transparent and say, hey, I've seen this online. Mm. Can you actually just do a comparison for me? Yeah. And just let me know. Now, what happens after that question is going to really... That's right. <laughs> but it goes back to like if this broker spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours mm. and they have a high level of touch and service and all that and haven't charged the commitment fee or anything yeah. like that, yeah. it just it flicks back to how you're running your business. True. So yeah. it is this dance yeah. between... But if the broker gets their nose out of joint and you know uh, goes off the rail, yeah. well, we probably don't want them in our life much anyway. No. But again, we don't know the situation. Yeah. No, look, generally speaking, yeah, you've just got to ask some really good questions, but don't be afraid to put one out to the broker if, mm. if they want it And to. I mean, it's such a great discussion. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, my mate Tim, he's, um, for example, with ING for his mortgage, he's only dealt with them direct. Yeah. And it's been fine for him. Yeah. But again, we know that he's got meat in the property. We know there's two PAYGs. Yes. Really straightforward. straightforward, simple and easy. Yeah. I personally would rather get someone else to fill out my application for me <laughs> and actually give me some options. Yeah. But it's it's just a, it's also a personality play as well. It's yeah. like do you want to do it yourself? Yeah. But does Tim know if there was a better product out there? 
Pro- uh, I'd have no idea. Yeah. I, I have no idea. He probably does have a bit of a look around. Yeah. Um, and, and the long and short of it is you should be reviewing it every six, definitely 12 months anyway. So once you've got that loan, it probably doesn't mean that you're going to be with that lender for life. So mm. don't think that you're going to be, I in 10 years' time, I've, I've still got this nice lender that I have a cof- yeah. cup of coffee with. But again, we are pro-mortgage brokers, mm. but also if you don't want to have a mortgage broker, it's also all good. Yeah. But we've just seen from our personal situations in our, I guess, business life dealing with multiple, multiple, multiple clients, Yes. go out on a limb nine and a half times out of 10, the broker has got a better outcome for the strategy. Yeah, Because totally. the strategy is driving the ship, not yeah. the actual rack rate. Yeah, that's right. And, and it's interesting over times how things have changed, isn't it? Mm. Like if I'm sitting around the table as a, as a 12-year-old growing up, mortgage broker, never heard of them. Mum mm. uh, and dad, local bank, loyal, cup of coffee, first name basis. Now mm. it's very different world. Totally. All right, guys. Thank you. And thank you to the (laughs) online brokers for supporting the show. That's right. (laughs) Thank you to everyone. Not even online brokers, but online Just thank you anyway. Thank you, everyone. Lots of love. All right. See you guys. Bye. We acknowledge the Awabakal people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respects to their elders past, present and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. Taking your property journey to the next level starts with education. That's why we make this podcast, but we've also created online courses to equip you with the knowledge you need to take the next steps. I've created the Solvair Online Academy, open to both first home buyers and seasoned investors, where I share my tips and experience from 20 years in the property space. And if you're a first home buyer, I have the course just for you. Everything from pre-approval all the way through into your settlement and everything in between. How to place an offer, how to bid at auction, what to even look for at an open home and what questions to ask the agents. It's all covered in my online course. Follow the links in the show notes to sign up and get started today. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement, target market determination, and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, and Glenn James are authorized representatives of Money Sherpa Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.